Welcome to Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker and the Tell It Like It Is program. Dr. B. Baker, that would be me. Uh, Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for what it is that we will accomplish here tonight. We thank you for the, just how good you are and how great you are and your love, your loving kindness, your tender mercies. We, we bring the uh, fivefold ministry to you. We bring the people of God to you. We thank you for the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and insight. We thank you that you've enlightened us. We thank you that we're uh, able to see and able to know what it is that you're saying. We thank you and we praise you for that in the name of Jesus. Okay, we're going to start off with something um, tonight. We're going to start off with a testimony. And um, uh, we're going to start off with a testimony. And um, don't ever give me a mic that's on mute. Just leave it unmuted. Okay? Um, we're going to start off with a testimony. And I'm so excited that on Sunday, well, anyway, uh, come on up and, and, and tell what happened. Praise you, Jesus. We give God praise, I mean, we give God praise and glory for all great things that have happened. So, uh, come on. Don't be surprised, just be obedient. Just. <laughs> it's a hard one. <laughs> okay, so um, Sunday, um, my daughter came up. Sunday, my daughter came with me to church, um, and she had been having some situations happening towards her health. One issue she's had since she was like about nine years old, she's 23 now, and another one is more of a recent thing that doctors were telling her that she had an issue with um, her female parts and, um, and, and problems with related to blood issues when it, when, when, um, that it could lead to that with blood issues. And so um, she had been in constant pain um, daily and all day long for probably the past maybe month or so, maybe even a little bit longer than that, and it would leave her in tears. And so um, I blackmailed her into coming on Sunday. <laughs> and so she, she came and um, um, I asked her during service if she was still getting that pain, and she said, yeah, that she, that she had it. And so I said, I'm going to, I didn't tell her anything, and that's when I went and asked you, and then I told her that you were going to pray for her, and um, she had, you know, she agreed with that. And so when she got, when we prayed over her, when Dr. Baker prayed over her, um, I did feel the presence of the Lord, the Holy Spirit, very strong and powerful. And my daughter, after we left service, we were in the car driving, we went and got a bite to eat, and we were at a stoplight, and she looked at me, and she goes, Mom, she goes, I don't have that pain. And I looked at her, I looked at her, and I said, well, I know, you're healed. And she made a face, like blushed, she put her head down, and just with a huge, big smile. So it was very, it was pretty wonderful. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Glory to God. He's, he's, he wants to do it. He wants to do it for you. He wants you to receive that love. He wants all of us to have that. And, and so that we can just walk in the fullness of who he is. She just so simply received what God said. She just so simply believed it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to talk about something tonight that uh, we're going to probably have to turn that, that fan off because
because it's making too much noise. Uh, one of the things, uh, there was this guy, uh, I forget his name, that part's not really that important, but at any rate, he said that God, Jesus visited him for five hours and talked to him. And I was listening to some of the things that he was seeing. Well, one of the things that he talked about was this end time and what was going to happen in the world. And so I want to read something to you. There was a number of things that he said in this, uh, on the CDs, on these CDs and things that he did. He was on Sid Roth and, and whatever, and I think it was written up someplace. But there were a number of things that he said, and as he was saying those things, I'm thinking about, if we look back on that wall, we will see in 1990, 1980-something, and all of those years ago, God gave us so many of these words. And so I'm going to read, I'm going to read these to you. And I, I gave this, uh, I was sharing that with, um, with uh, uh, a prophet uh, who is in uh, Nebraska. Her husband's an apostle, she's a prophet. And um, uh, God gave this, um, okay, I, I'm gonna I want you to understand something. I was sharing this with Daniel today. He says between 1991 and 1993, when God says between some years, okay, I'm teaching you something about prophetic things. It doesn't mean that this is when it necessarily is gonna happen. It means that these people are in the earth, but he's bringing this thing forth. He wants it to start to move. Remember there were many things he told Jeremiah, this is gonna happen, I mean, this one's gonna happen. He said this, and this is gonna happen, and it's happening, it's soon. When Jesus said, uh, I'm gonna go away and I'll return, and you know, I'm gonna come back soon. Well, soon's been quite a while. Do, do, do you understand, okay? So you have to understand prophetic things because the timing, everything has to be in that right timing. The setting has to be. Just as Jesus is returned, just as Jesus coming into the earth, he could not come at any other time, okay? It was not just a Kairos moment, it was also a Kronos moment. But he could not come until certain things were in, uh, um, certain things were set up. He could not have come at any other time because the Roman government was the type of government that was necessary in order for him to produce what it was that he had to produce. Okay? Most of the time, what would happen to people when someone took over a nation, when someone took over something, they would take the people and uh, they would take the people out of the place. Well, it wasn't, what, what happened here was, what happened, they did what the Greeks do, and what, they ha what happened is they Romanized them. When in Rome, do as the Romans. What happened is they had the government set up for that particular thing, so he came in the fullness of their time. Well, right now, we have hit a place where it's in the fullness of this time. So I believe within the next five to six years, with that, I mean, it's already beginning to happen, but we're gonna see these things start to happen. And this is one of the reasons why it's imperative that we be under and understand the apostolic, uh, um, uh, the apostolic plan of God and the apostolic church. Okay, this word could not have come forth in a pastoral church, in a man-made system. Man-made system, uh, uh, and what I mean by that is we have decided this is the way the church is going to go. We have set churches up, we have done certain things, 
and we had decided that this is the way church is supposed to be done. This is the way we do church, right? Okay. But God said this, if he did not build the church, it's built in what? In vanity. See, it's built in vanity. He's, he, okay, what, what do you mean, Dr. Baker, about man-made uh, uh, setup in church? Okay, it's been run pastorially. But God says, I've given some to the church. First, the who? And then, okay, and then he goes on and on. How many times was the word pastor mentioned in the Bible? Twice. Okay. But apostle was mentioned a lot. Do you understand? Apostle was mentioned a lot. All right. So at any rate, until it's set up the way it is, until it's actually fivefold ministry, until it's apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers all working together, it is not would not work. Do you understand? You see right now, okay, the, the prophets came back a while. They started allowing them to come in and be talked about prophets and whatever. And now the apostles have come in. Well, the apostolic way of movement, the apostolic thing, and what happens is this. Uh, <clears throat> it could not have come back until people understand that the apostolic way is a, is, a, is a way of freedom, but it has fathers. It has the father's heart, and that has nothing to do with gender. It does not have to do with, uh, uh, I have a father's heart. I, 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 I'm a father uh, in that sense. Has nothing to do with gender, nothing. It's all a spirit work, okay? But when people are set, this is the reason. And another thing that's happened, people go where they want to go. They do all of these things. They roam around and they, they, they put themselves, well, I'm going to leave here because I don't like what they're saying. I'm going to leave here because I don't like this. I'm going to leave here. Because God says, I plant them. So if he plants you someplace, how are you going to dig yourself up and pick yourself on? Can you imagine my, my apple tree plucking itself up and taking a walk and saying, I'm going to go across the street because I don't like the way you treat me over here? Okay? I understand. You see, and this is what happens. And we're going to find people that are out of pasture, out of planting, out of the plantation, the free plantation, and what's happening is <clears throat> they're roaming, they're doing their own way, and we act as if the word of God are suggestions, or we act as if the word of God is not that. When we say he is Lord, he said, the Bible also says this, you cannot call Jesus Lord unless you, you, you believe that, okay? Uh, you cannot call him accursed unless you believe that. Well, what does Lord mean? You see, we're not, most of the time people are talking the word, but they don't mean Lord because Lord means I own everything. Leaves nothing out. I don't own anything. I don't own my life. I don't own my feet. I don't own where I go, how it is I do this. I don't own it. And what happens is we make a mistake sometimes and we look at freedom in one manner and the freedom that we're operating in is more bondage than it is freedom. Amen. See, unless you can be a person under authority and of authority, you're not free. You're not free. 
What it is is that we, 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 we're, we're rogue people. Why is that? Because you don't belong to anything. You're not free because, number one, you, ain't got, you have no one to watch your back. You have no one to be uh, 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 responsible with. And two, you are not connected. Do you understand? If I was not a person of authority, I mean under authority, I could not expect to be a person of authority. Do you, do you understand? This protects me. I was just on a meeting with uh, apostles from all over, and uh, we get into some heated discussions because there's a, a, a lot of things, and, and you find some a, a very opinionated men uh, and females too. <laughs> and um, sometimes I have things to say, and because sometimes I have biblical opinions also. And, um, you know, uh, uh, but the whole thing of it is, is this, uh, we, 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 we want to, we, 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 um, we, we'll correct each other, we'll correct that, but it's not anybody getting offended because why we're walking all as mature men and women and nobody gets ashamed. No one gets any of that kind of stuff. If they do, you know, uh, they'll call you later and say, you know, they kind of hurt my feelings and I say, I'll send you a band-aid. Um, you know, and, and, you know, that might help, whatever, okay, you know, whatever. But what I'm saying is this, we have been operating the way that we thought, we wanted the church to run, and everything has been operated under pastor, and what has happened is this, the church has not walked in the power that it should walk in. Why? Why would God give all of this power to something that's out of order? And this is something that we have not understood. I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, then, you know, you have to understand, this is the reason that the Nicene Creed is so important, that we understand these things. And we're going to end up going through some of that. But I want to read you this today, okay? Is that all right? I'm going to do it anyway, so I just like to say, is that all right? You know. Okay. Uh, a new breed of believer. Uh I don't know why this one says Christian, but anyway, a uh, new, uh, uh, new breed of Christian, I guess, true believer in Jesus Christ as Lord over all. Now, I got this 11-20-1990 at 11.05 a.m., okay? This is when this was given to me. Between 1991 and 1993, God is bringing forth men and women in business who will break the back of the enemy, Satan, by breaking forth in the financial arena throughout the world, showing believers in Jesus Christ how to be the lender and not the borrower, investing monies in places that God shows them. God will provide inside tracks on when and where to invest and how to spend in order to break the back of the enemy who has exercised control for so long. This will be God taking back the territory that the enemy has monopolized for so long, which is money. God's people will no longer be bruised and broken by the enemy. This is time of this is a time of new beginnings. Uh, Christians will not be conformed to this world, bound by their need. Conformed to this world, bound by their need. Okay, uh, but they will be transformed from lack to plenty by following the Spirit's direction. We will witness how these people will support God's work without fear of failure, for they will uh, they will know that in obeying God. They are covered by God's protection and prayer. This is another thing we were talking about and doing uh, in this apostolic meeting today. We start to pray. 
And Apostle Cal said something. I don't know the last time I have prayed for myself. I don't pray for me. I don't need to pray for me. I pray for others. What I make happen for others, God makes happen for me. See? So my prayer is not wasted on me. Uh, and the spirit... Um, and the spirit of trust, integrity, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord will encompass and compel them to do all, th all things as God directs. Believers will begin to exert power over banks and the TV and movie industry swiftly and methodically by the spirit of God without fear of failure or defeat. There will, uh, those who are not living moral lives will be in, uh, are in the majority. They will be exposed and removed by the power of God. You're seeing that now. You're seeing uh, uh, ministers. You're seeing uh, uh, ministers and people being removed and being exposed and all of that. God will have mercy, though, and send his prophets to warn them. But if they do not turn from their wicked ways and repent, he will remove them, exposing them, and some even by death. Don't be misled by the words of false prophets, but expect to hear from God yourself. Prophets who are for direction, um, confirmation, etc. But first, you must learn to recognize God's direction and uh, uh, for yourself. I sh it should have had direction and voice because that's what it is. You need to understand, and that's what you're going to learn how to do this from uh, from the Word. Study Jeremiah 28 and 29. God's timetable is so essential for this day. You will need to be aware of the season and what the season requires of you. Mm. See, that's, a, that's an important thing. The season requires of you. Um, there are seasons to plant, to water, to plow. There are seasons for the harvest, but that's not talking about the season, what the season requires, okay? Um, uh, there are times for prayer, praise, and worship. There are perfect times to place uh, uh, and places to sow your money and to get almost immediate return. There are also times when you will plant and uh, plant that the results will not be immediate. You must realize that delay is not rejection. You must stay prayed up, praised up, bred up, fasted up. You must seek discernment and understanding during these times, for example, in the area of love relationships. Perhaps you will sow and not see an immediate harvest. You must be patient in waiting, uh, in, in waiting times uh, for it. You must be patient in, in the waiting times, for it is all in God's plan. While you wait, you need to be strengthened. You need to strengthen your contact and communion with Holy Spirit through prayer and standing full of faith in God's word. You see, when you when you pray, you should always be sitting, sitting in your seat. Because when you pray with confidence, you don't need to be standing. You're sitting in the seat. You understand? Because you know what you're praying. You know it's done. And you're seeing it through the eyes of the kingdom of God. I'm not talking about here on earth. I'm talking about in that place. And then after you do that, then you can stand because you're expecting to move. When you've done all that you know, then stand, right? Stand knowing. All right. We'll be talking about the difference between sitting and standing and where you sit and, where you, and how you stand, okay? Uh, 
uh, uh, be strong, don't waver, and the Lord will bring it to pass. Study uh, Joshua chapter one. It's important that you be very that uh, that we be very strong and obedient in these coming years. So uh, uh, these are things that that uh, this gentleman said. Yeah, you can open those for ventilation. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, th these are things that are very important. And uh, um, but these these words are coming forth. These words are coming forth. All these words on this wall, you're going to start to hear them. And God spoke these in the 80s and the 90s. And and here it is. He's bringing them because they were for such a time as this. You had a question. Actually, it was just that you said majority, but it says here minority, and I didn't know oh, for okay. the listeners if you wanted to. Oh, okay. So it said minority. Uh, Oh, the disobedient will be in the minority? Yeah. Yeah, the disobedient will be in the minority rather than the majority. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Okay. So, but what I'm saying to you is this, okay? Um, at that time, when he gave me this, I was not, I, don't, I wasn't operating as a pastor. I was operating as, what was it, an evangelist at that time, pastor, or was it a prophet or, uh, in the 90s? It, oh, remember? Pastor prophet. Uh, yeah, prophet evangelist. Well, yeah, prophet evangelist. Yeah, prophet evangelist. I was operating as a prophet at that time. Um, and, and it was a very interesting thing because I didn't even know what I was operating as. You see, one of the things the Bible says your gift will make room and bring you into places. Well, it was recognized by a prophet who was Prophet Kirby. And here it is. He's saying, this is what it is that's going on. This is what it is. And then Mike Murdoch is saying this, and this one is saying this. But at any rate, here it is. God is, is he starts to move you in these places. And then he starts to give you words. Well, he gives you words. And um, many of the words that he gave me, I mean, I was a laughing stock. Well, it's a very good thing that I didn't really care how much time people laugh at me. Because I knew that I had heard God. And... My obedience in the spirit of the fear of the Lord was that thing that was very, very important, okay? And you see, God will give you things to say. God will give you what it is to do. In Genesis 1, 26 and 27 uh, and 28, here it is. God told Adam, let's, well, you can go there, uh, first of Genesis. Let's just go to Genesis 1, 26 through 28. And... God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Okay, that was number one thing. And then he says, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him, male and female, because it was all one, right? Hello? Yes. Okay, I want you to see this now. Okay. God created them. And God said, all right, I mean, and God blessed them. Okay, first, God blessed them. I empower you to prosper. I empower you to be everything that I have just spoken. Okay? Then God said unto them, now that I've, I've, I've uh, told you what to do, um, 
I told you what it is that you are to have dominion over. And then he says, and God blessed them and God said unto them, now you be, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. Okay. <clears throat> All right. And um, okay. Now listen to this. Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Okay. And uh, 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 verse uh, uh, 215. And the Lord took him, took the man, and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. And the Lord commanded, and the Lord, uh, the Lord God commanded the man, saying, "Of every tree of the garden thou shalt eat freely, but of the tree of the of the of the tree of the of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it. In the day that you eat of that, you will surely die." Which he did. He was nine hundred and some years old. A day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. Okay. Now this is the part I want to get to. And the Lord God said. It is not good that man should be all one or alone. I will make him a help me. I will make, I will make, I will make, uh, okay. I will make him a help me. And out of the ground, now listen to this. I'm going to make him a help me. Okay. But look at what he did first. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field. And every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them and whatsoever Adam called every living creature that was the name thereof and Adam gave names to all the cattle all the fowl of the air to every beast of the field okay let's stop there now here it was in the beginning, God told him, I want you to have dominion over this. Okay, I want you to have dominion. And then, here it is, I want you to rule over these things. And then God said, okay, I'm going to make you help me. Now, did he make him to help me at first? No. No. What he did, he gave him, he, he gave him governmental authority first. Okay. He gave him governmental authority first. And what, what, how did he do that? He says, whatever you call these that you have dominion over, that's what they shall be. So he gave him something to dominate, to, to realize this. You call this thing. And that's a principle for us. If you call you sick, then that's your dominion. That's what it is that you are. If you call this, I've given you, I've given you authority. 
if you call it. So there it was. He gave him the thing to name and to practice with what he had given him dominion over. Then he brought forth that one that he would be fruitful and multiply with. Because he sure wouldn't go multiply with the cattle. Yeah. Do, do you understand? Uh -huh. But he gave him, you see, government came before marriage. <clears throat> woman came out of man, but then man came out of woman. Woman was in man where there she was covered. She was covered by his skin, right? She was covered by his flesh. She came out from that, and then what it was is that she and he were both covered by God. So they came out, and they were equal. Do you understand? It wasn't his covering that she needed any longer because he brought her out of it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So here it was, God brought them there so that they would be one, they would be equal. All right, so what happened was this, <clears throat> excuse me. And as God, as God did this, um, anyway, Adam gave names to all of that, but for Adam, there was still found no help meet for him. Now, didn't God say over here in uh, 18, and the Lord God said, it's not good that man should be alone. I will make him and help, I will make a help meet for him. But look at what happened in between. Okay, do you understand? God prophesied. He spoke what was going to be. Did it happen in the order that you thought it would happen? No, no. it happened in the proper order, all right? Because Adam had to know that he could rule. Adam had, but wait a minute. Adam had to know, what did God say? Let us make, very beginning, right? Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Okay? All right? So this, he, he made them in the image and after the likeness. He made them both at the same time. She only came out later. They were both made at the same time. I see. Yeah, she came out of him. But she was made in him. He said this. He said yeah. he created them. She was created at the same time. They, she was created at the same time and then she was made after she came out and she made, he made her out, out. See, creation and making are two, two different parts. We, cre we were created when he spoke it. We were made when he said, let us make it. Are, are, are you following? See, there are steps to everything and if you learn the steps, okay, uh, um, uh, Armida mentioned something. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to show you this because all of you saw this happen, right? She came and she asked me if I would pray for her daughter or if I, if she'd, uh, if I needed to do it later. I said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, this, is, this is great. God had shown me. What did I say with that? I said, I've already seen this. Remember that? I said, I've already seen this. But I didn't see who it was going to happen to. So, I mean, I'm excited. No, hurry up. Get her here. You know what I'm saying? I already see this. I already see what God wants to, what God wants to manifest. All right? So, 
I'm standing there and I'm st I didn't say, didn't, didn't ask a question. I asked nothing. I didn't say what's wrong, what's going on, none of it. First thing I did was what he wanted me to do. I think the first thing I did was to hold her and hug her. See, because that's the way he wanted it to be. The love of God, the love and the acceptance of God. See, that's not the way the adversary expects for something to happen. I never said in the name of Jesus, this, this. I never said all, I, I, devil, come out. What? I, I, didn't, I didn't do any of that. Do you understand? Okay, did I? None of that. Okay. Holy Spirit showed how it was he wanted to do this. Hold her. So we held each other. Okay. We held each other. And God did what he did. He had already done this. He had I already seen this. I don't, I mean, you know, it was like, I, I, I didn't know how I saw it, but I had already seen it. And so it was like, yeah. I get to do this. We get to do this. See, he's always looking for ways and reasons to be able to do stuff. And so I, 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 I didn't, I said, turn off my mic. You remember that? Turn off the mic. Because that wasn't, that, that wasn't none of nobody's business. It was only God and her business. And so I spoke the things and whatever it was that he told me to speak. It was speaking life into whatever it was. And then he told me, I, I, I was going to do this way. Nope, you do it this way. He had me do it a certain way. Okay, this ain't my show. I mean, you know, and 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 then uh, hold again. You see, things don't go the way that we think they should go. What's happening now is this: this is not the time to understand things in the spirit. He says, "Do not get entangled in the affairs of this earth." Okay. Most of the time, what we think that we're talking about is getting entangled with politics, with this, with this, with this, but it's not. That word entangled also means do not get your eyes fixed on what the doctors say. Do not get your eyes fixed on what your bank account says. Do not get your eyes fixed on any of these things. I want a husband. I want a wife. I want this, I want this. Get your eyes off that mess. Because that's what it actually is. It's mess when you get into it. Do you, do you understand? It's a blessing. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. She who finds a husband found a mess. Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> what Proverbs is that in? <laughs> finds a wife finds a good thing in favor with the Lord. She who goes out with her hatchet and finds a husband finds a mess and it's always it's always messy. You think she finds a curse? Yeah, it's the book of wisdom. Yeah, it's in the extended. And no, it's in Solomon's saying if you read it, you understand. Okay, you'll understand it. But here it is. And what happened is this, when we follow his order, you see, you're gonna have more and more understanding of things.
That's why he wants you, you, you guys to pray together and to do these things. Are, are you understanding? Why is that? So that the, the revelation, as I'm praying and, and interceding and having these times with these apostles and these prophets and, 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 and all of that, all of that oil is blowing down on you. Why is that? Because every day I pray a prayer for you. Okay, every day I pray Ephesians over you. Every day I pray for you. Every day I decree and declare. See, all of the pride, all of the arrogance, all of these things start to melt away so that you never, so that, that, that I pray that you can be, that you can follow me in the aspects of I never get offended. I don't know how to hold a grudge. If I have a grudge in my hand, it falls through. I don't know how to hold one. I don't know how to hold, I don't know how to walk angry with anybody. I don't know how to do that. See, I don't know how to be offended. I don't know how to be embarrassed. I don't know how to be any of those, and I'm not practicing it. I don't know how to let pride uh, uh, stick on me so that I think I'm worse than somebody or better than somebody. Both of them are pride. See, it's all pride. Shame is nothing more than pride. Embarrassed is nothing more than pride. Okay, it all came from the same seed. It came from the seed of the adversary. Haughtiness is pride. All of these things. Why is that? Uh, uh, well, I'm just too shy. Pride. All of those are pride. They're deception and they're pride. And you say, well, that doesn't make any sense because you're thinking down here. If you sit up here and you see with the kingdom of God, this is why Paul said, uh, uh, the Spirit of God said to Paul, don't think so highly of yourself. Think soberly. Well, God won't do that for me. You're thinking so high of yourself. You think you're the only one. He ain't going to do something for What kind of madness is that? Do you, do you understand? Do you, do you see where this is? See, oh, I only do everything for everybody else, but I don't do things for me. That ain't never pride. You old selfish thing is selfishness and pride. Okay, this we're really achieving a lot. We're 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 getting it here, you know. Are are, are you hearing any questions? All right. You see, all of these things are pride. You said that God was uh, prophesying, like when He said, uh, or excuse me, something uh, about the created and the make stage. God was speaking and calling those things that be not as though it were. It, that, that he was calling those things that be not at this moment and manifested as as it was manifested and it became manifested. Yes. How do you take a desire from the created to the make stage? Beg your pardon. So how do you take a desire from the created to the make stage? I don't so, understand that. Because you said, uh, you, you gave an example and you said, so, you know, basically what I interpreted was that you're saying, don't say that a person is sick because you're prophesying that, you're calling that. And so I, so I, I interpreted that to they're really created. What I say is this, the Lord, the, the, God, the word of God says that Jesus has already healed every man, woman, boy, and girl in the earth. And so I take his word as true. So I speak his word. The symptoms, symptoms you have to go because what Jesus said he did, he said he's already done it. 
He said, by the stripes of him and what it is that he did on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection, that every person that healing was provided. So I take that as mine because I take the love of God. And so by his stripes, I am healed. Okay, I am healed. Even before, okay, I'll give you, I'll take you back to Sunday. When I was whispering in this young lady's ear, I said, are you healed? I had spoken to her and told her what, 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 what we were speaking. And then I asked her, are you healed? And she said, yes, I am. That was it. The agreement. She took God's word. She took his love is what she took. I take the love of God and God is real. Say, God is real. And so the, she saw him real and she took that real and it went down into her body and it had to, the devil had to go. There was no doubt. No doubt. None. None. At that moment, there was no doubt. And she seen that, and, and she manifested the manifestation not even an hour or so later or less than an hour later. Why? Because she took him at his word. She, he, he, he did the process. I don't know, maybe that the, 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 the love that, that uh, and, and, and I said just what he said. I said, I love you. Do you know that? And she said, yes, I do. She said, yes, I do. She know I love her. She had no doubt. It wasn't like, well, sometimes I, well, maybe because you're, may, may, no, yes, I do, period. I don't know the last time I have seen her. When was it? It's been a long time, huh? Well, she was away in college before you. Yeah, so it's been a little while, okay? It wasn't yesterday. Or yes, Diddy, as they say, you know. <laughs> okay, but, you know, it was just that thing. Yes, I do. So she took the love of God. Wasn't even, do you know God loves you? I said, do you know that I love you? Because she was in my arms, see. And then I said, you know God loves you, yes. See, but it, it was receiving that love. It's God's love, but it was receiving that love from me. In other words, I, I, there, there was relationship. There was the thing. And that love that we were talking about, in other words, she knew that I would not lie to her. That's what it was. We had a conversation. That's why I said turn off the mic. We had a conversation. See? And, 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 and that's what this is. Go ahead. So the key to what happened on Sunday is the love of God in you. And you were communicating that to her. Well, the key, is, the key okay, the key is the love that, that I receive God's love. I know God has healed everybody, and I know he wants everybody whole. Okay? I knew that. I know he'd already shown me that. So I carry the love of God. It's the father's heart. Yes. It was the father's heart for a child. Okay? It was the father's heart. All right? It was the father's heart for a son. It was the father's heart. And I told you it has nothing to do with gender, but it was a father, it was it was it was the father's heart for a son of God. 
for, 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 for a son. And, and, and as he said, this is where that scripture comes in. If you, if people in the earth being unrighteous, I mean, being, uh, uh, you know, selfish and all of this stuff, if they'll give good gifts to their, their children, how much more does my father who's in heaven? So I, as a father of God, okay, as a son of God and operating as a father in the earth, the father and the sonship, that sonship came. Okay, it wasn't a daughter of God as we have to put things in that, but it was that sonship. Why is it the sonship? Because this is the way that he brought it forth. This is the way it is. Has nothing to do with gender. Has to do with going out and having the seed to be able to do what needs to do. And that love, because it comes through the sonship, comes into us as soon as we, we receive Jesus. And that's why you tell us that once we know we're loved and he's part of us, then we can do what it says in Matthew 16. We can go out and lay hands. Yes. Oh. See, okay. it's, it's, it's that. It's believing. I gotta, you got to believe that you're loved. That's what I was going to say is because I think how you were saying that you expressed the love to her, and I think that if she would not have felt the love come from you, it wouldn't have given her the faith to believe the healing power coming through you, just like all the miracles and the healings. That's in, it. In the it's all love. It's all about love. And it's receiving it through the faith. Yes, it? yes, yes. Then that's why it's so important we watch our words, because when we say anything that, that backs up or compromises the confidence of that love, and the confidence in his word, See, then I, we, it, we lose the power. Right, and, and we, we, we lose the confidence that people have. I work very diligently at, not all, I mean, okay, I work at knowing who I labor with, okay? Things I say may be sharp every now and then. Anyway, my, 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 my daughter there, she ain't standing there. She's, she just put her eyes back down to her computer. Anyway, no. But one of the things of it is, is this. My, and then one of my sons, uh, uh, one of the, my apostle sons said, Mama, you ain't got no filters. You don't have no filters. And I'm thinking, what do I need filters for? Okay? But one of the things of it is, is this. Here's one thing that's very important. Okay? Know the people. See, I know how I can talk to each person. Microphone. And, 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 and even if you get upset with me, you always know that, that I, you may not want to admit that I love you, but you know it. So we know that that, late, that young lady received her healing by her faith. But mm -hmm. even if she didn't have enough faith, she could have been healed by your faith. Yeah, my faith was there. And then our mm -hmm. faith was everybody else's. Mm -hmm. Because you got to remember, in the love, in the glory of Christ, things happen. Yeah. So as you brought down Christ's love. See, I already saw as far as I was concerned, she was healed through. You already knew it, so you already had a face. So she was healed before she even got up there, realistically. Yeah. yeah. It was her. But you see, her faith was one of those things. It's like uh, um, she did not walk in pride, number one, because she came up there. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? She didn't yeah, walk in pride. Great. She could have said, 
She could have said, no, 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 what I mean, she could have said, oh, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm shy, I don't want to do this, okay? See, th this is what I'm talking about. So she came up, she didn't come up, okay, I told you in the beginning that these are some of the things that are pride, right? Being ashamed, being offended, being uh, this, oh, I don't want to go, I don't want anybody to see me, that's pride. Okay, it's pride. I don't want somebody to see me. I don't want nobody to know. That's pride. All of those things are pride. Okay? She said, I'm busting through. I'm busting through. I'm. Okay. She said, <laughs> she said, I'm busting through. I'm getting by. Like the lady with the issue of blood. Do you understand? Like that, the woman that had been bleeding all them years or whatever. She said, I'm busting through this today. I'm getting mine. Do, do you understand? So all of these things are important, but I guarantee you something. You're going to see more manifestations of healings through you, through you, through you, through you, through you, okay, than ever before. Why? Because we're in order. We're in apostolic order. Yeah, but we still have to do therapy. I cannot hear you. We still have to prepare for it and be in the right place because if we heal somebody, then we can be prideful and then what comes before the pride? What comes after pride? Fall. Amen. Uh, I don't know how you said it. You probably had that behind backwards, but yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. Uh, your your scriptorial your scriptorial thing may have been a little bit off. <laughs> I get we get the drip. We get, get the drip. Okay, all right. But what I'm saying about this is what, what I'm saying. Uh, but, uh, um, uh, oh, you guys really need to get uh, Apostle Cal's book, uh, The Hubris. Um, and it's on Amazon. And it's about the full-grown son. His new book, I'm, I'm going through it now, too. He's writing another book. I get to read it beforehand. But, um, and critique him. I, I love critiquing his stuff because I get to tell him, oh, <laughs> you know. What's it called? Uh, the Hubris, H-U, uh, how do you spell it, Lon uh, Pastor Lonzo? H-U-B-R-S. Huh? H-U-B-R-I-S. Uh, I'll give her the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I should have said that. H-U-B-R-I-S. V, H-U. V. As in boy. Oh, okay. Anyway, go on there, Cal Cook on Amazon. Uh, 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 Cal Cook on Amazon. It's, a, it's a, a very good book. It's one that's very much needed. And then the next one that you'll be able to get because it is the Alpha. It's called the Alpha and the Omega, the other one. And uh, all of this is on, it's on the apostolic. It's on how the apostolic moves and, and, and sonship and fathership and and, and sonship of God. Because our job, see, the Bible tells you in the beginning, what is the job of the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher? It is to edify the body, which that means to build you up for the work of whose ministry? Whose ministry? Whose ministry? told you how many times have I said, I'm supposed to build you up so that for the, your ministry, so that you can go forth and do what you need to do. I don't need that. I've been preaching the same thing. I've been somebody else coming in and saying, oh, that was so powerful. And I'm thinking, I've been saying the same thing for 20 years. 
and, 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 and my Lord. Oh, that was so powerful. <coughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you that. So, what I'm saying is this. Is that, huh? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. It's spelled H-U-I-L-S. The full grown sun, the pattern sun. And it's only on paperback right now. So it's the WIAS, right? The WIAS, yeah. Well, okay, I say the full grown sun. Yeah, the WIAS, the WIAS. The WIAS, that means sun, a mature sun. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So any other questions? Are we good so far? Okay, you get anything from this? All right. Now, let's go, we're gonna go a little bit over the, the, uh, uh, the Nicene Creed. Okay. What is apostolic Christianity or what is that apostolic thing? Um, well, something, maybe I'll go to this. I'll get to that later, but I'm going to go through this. The early church fathers must have understood this. The Nicene Creed was produced after large members, numbers of church leaders, fathers in the faith, fathers in the faith, were brought together to discuss important issues in the years leading up to 325 AD. They had gathered from all over the known world so as to agree on an understanding of just who Christ, uh, who was the Christ. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Why was that necessary? For unity. Unity in the faith. Right? It's necessary. If how can we walk together unless we walk in agreement? See, the Bible says we can't. All right? So, I mean, I, I, there's, there's a lot. Uh, anyway, whatever. We'll get into all of that later. But I'm just going through this part. Because uh, while in many places good doctrine was being taught, there were also heresies everywhere. They produced a wonderful statement known as the Nicene Creed, describing Christ as this, okay? You see, we have this right now going on. This is the reason I'm bringing this up. There are very few people in comparison to many, even here in our own United States, 80% of people, 80 to 85% of people that say that they are Christians, even evangelicals, 85% of them do not believe that the word of God is absolute. Okay? Absolute. That Jesus is the only way to the Father. Okay. So, one of the things that this creed says is the only son of uh, the only son of God, eternally begotten of the Father. God, uh, of the Father God, um, 
light uh, from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, one in being with the Father. Now, many, many, many things in this, even today, people don't believe. All right? When you start to talk about the Trinity, <clears throat> people say Jesus is one person, the Holy Spirit is another person, and God is another. That's not true. Do you understand? They're, you're, they're not understanding. So the Trinity is, is something that we, we, we use. It's, uh, 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 we, we use those words, but what, is, uh, what has been lost and what is being lost is the true understanding of who God is, who Jesus Christ is, and how he walked in the earth and, and where he is now. Understanding uh, uh, Ephesians 1 is very important. Understanding all of this is very important, okay? In this uh, statement, in which they included the following, we believe in one holy, universal, they said Catholic, which means universal. You know that, right? It's yes. not about Catholicism. Yes. Okay? An apostolic church. That's why all, uh, out there what we have, we are uh, more than enough ministries. A, what kind of leader? Universal leader. Okay, did I really was I really cognizant of all this when I wrote that? When he when we wrote that? No. Okay. These things were written by the Spirit of God, not by the flesh. Okay. They use four terms described to describe the church. The church is one, the church is holy, the church is universal, and the church is apostolic. They place the word apostolic alongside other essential descriptions of the church. For them, it was as important to say that the church was apostolic as to say that the church was one and holy and universal. This makes the term apostolic a vital one in action indeed okay so what does apostolic mean notice they didn't say the church is pastoral nor did they say the church is prophetic or evangelistic but the word apostolic used in the whole of the church context such as it shows that the term has a greater meaning altogether one that stands alongside terms like holy Please understand that, uh, that whereas in Ephesians 4, the scripture speaks of the Lord appointing apostles among with prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. This is describing a gifting, a duty, a calling, a responsibility, a work of service that is given to individuals to represent Christ and minister his graces. Okay? But the church itself is apostolic. Do, do you understand? I mean, are, are we getting this? Okay. The term apostolic uh, in the greater sense applies to the whole of the faith, to the whole of the church, and to a certain kind of grace that each and every one of us is meant to walk in, whether you are an apostle or not. So when we say the church is an apostolic church, 
or the the God's people people it means freedom this is the first principle of apostolic but see first you got to understand freedom freedom I mean I'm doing my thing it's my thing I do what I want to do you see when you understand apostolic then you understand I have willingly submitted when you can't come into the kingdom of God except you be apostolic Paul an apostle appointed by God Paul apostle this one an apostle this one an apostle do you notice all of that okay it's 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 talking about position it's talking about the church It's saying I am I have been appointed to oversee this I have been appointed with this authority I have been appointed this to come and set the captives free free to do what free to do the work of the kingdom free to know that I have all you see when we start to walk in this as we start to do this all angelic all everything that we have need of all angelic is at work for us and with us it don't mean you go and plant yourself wherever it is you want to do it don't mean you choose well I don't know if I want to child I don't know if I want to do this I don't want I don't know if I want to do that I don't know if I want to pray I don't know if I want to do any of that you ain't in Christ So an apostolic church has to be totally aligned with the purposes of God. Yes. Otherwise, what be? Well, you're not a church. You're not the body. It's the ecclesia. It's the ruling force. How are you gonna be a ruling force and you ain't ruling the way He wants you to rule? See, otherwise we're doing the same thing Adam did. He says, let me make, okay, here it goes back to Genesis. Let me make you in my own image and after my likeness, right? Do what I do and do it my way. Well, where do you find that in the New Testament? Well, it's all new to me. Anyway, um, I find it in, in Matthew 6. I seek first the kingdom. Okay, I seek first the kingdom. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is apostolic. The kingdom is the king rules. Jesus is the high priest of what? My confession. My profession. My confession. What is Jesus doing? Is he sitting up in heaven praying for himself? No. He's praying for you. So if that's what he's doing, why would I waste my time praying for me? If he's the high priest. Is this making any sense? Mm -hmm. See, we're not sitting up here playing uh, 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 tiddlywinks on a, on a Tuesday night. We're getting into, we're, we're doing the word of God. We're doing this. Why is that? Because we must produce. We, we must produce. We must look like him. And in order to look like him, it's never about us. Go ahead. So what's happened then when I look at this is that the world has kind of narrowed or taken the taken a lot of the meaning out of apostolic. So we thought it just was applying to people rather than that very important 
meaning that you just described. I don't know what the world, what world are you talking about? The church world? Yeah, yeah. I would say it broadened. Yeah, they have broadened it. Yeah. They have really broadened it. Because if you're narrow, then you're following more of what God's word actually says. Narrow the yeah, path. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, a lot of churches are started out of people that have been hurt. So a lot of people, they're not sent out and they're not properly aligned. Because why? Hurt. Because why? why? They're not apostolic. Exactly. So what happens is the people run out and start churches. They're not right. They're not lined up right now. You have a congregation full of hurt people. That's and, right. the, and, the, and the enemy allows it to do that because now he has a slew of people that are off. Yeah. Right. So when you get yeah. into a true apostolic headship, what do we do? That woman's crazy. But she's just apostolic. It's just a different level. Mm -hmm. That's how they are. A different level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God's crazy. We're the same person. What is it? What is it? Um, uh, I can understand uh, not praying for myself in terms of, you know, coming with the same old banter. When a situation arises, how do I address it without praying for myself? I, I don't get it. What, what are you talking about? I decree, okay, the word of God thing. says this, so I take it, it's mine, okay. so and then I go on to number next. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's that. You got something to say? No. Are you okay tonight? Mm -hmm. You're very quiet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trying to help me on this computer, I guess. Anyway, uh, uh, okay, is this, are everybody tracking so far? Any, any questions on, online? Okay. All right, then we're going to go on if, if you want to. Okay, freedom is the first pr uh, freedom, the first principle of apostolic ministry. Okay. Okay, freedom. When we talk about freedom, freedom, it means I am free to rest in what God has done. See, Romans 12, this is freedom. I present my body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto you, Lord. This is my reasonable service. This is my apostolic service. I will not be conformed to this world, but I'm renewed, but I, I'm transformed. Out of this, out of out of this 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 realm into this realm into this and out out of this religious realm into this apostolic realm by the renewing of my mind. See, now here is freedom. You want to know what freedom? You want to see freedom in in a, in a uh, uh, um, in a very uh, simple manner? Okay, I own nothing. You brought nothing into this world, and for sure you will take nothing out. Right? Okay. Everything I get, whether it be my clothes, whether it be my brain, whether it be any of those things, I trust totally and solely to God. I have no care about any of it but I have use of all of it. Okay? All right? My children, 
when they were growing up and I think they're still growing up in some of these things but they still feel the same way about some of it even now whatever was in the house even if I locked it up and said this is mine don't bother this my son would say things like well whatever's yours is mine too you know it's, it's all it all belongs to us we got this all right my sister had this down what did we say we're giving what did we what are we how much are we giving for the birthdays and I'm thinking you ain't never gave me nothing for my birthday you mean how much money am I giving you for your birthday okay because it's ours do, do, do you understand okay um my daughter the one back there has no shame at all I have never heard them say may I go into your refrigerator <laughs> You know, um, you know, never. They don't live there. They don't. They don't live there. Okay. They don't own the stuff in my house, but they sure act like it. They don't have to pay for it. Do, do you understand? I own nothing, but I have access to it all you see here is what kept the children of israel uh, from going into the promised land they never rested in that they never rested in it they didn't mix that with faith they never had faith that god would really 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 supply that they didn't have to do this See, this is the difference between apostolic. So here, this is why, I mean, you know, I, I have to use the analogies that he gives me. This is the reason that when people are afraid to tithe, okay, you get $12 million and the Lord says, uh, uh, why would he have to tell you to tithe? Why would he have to tell you to tithe? Don't forget to tithe. Okay, what has happened in this case is this. Now, I got, okay, here it is. Let me show it to you in scripture. Okay, here was this man that had worked and he had all this stuff in his barn. It's in Mark, I think it, it, it is. Uh, he says, I'm going to tear down my barn and build another barn because I got so much that's because he hadn't given what he was supposed to give. <laughs> Are you hearing? And so what happened? He says, you fool. You're one that don't trust and love God. That's what a fool is. Tonight, your life is required of you. So who, now listen to this, who is going to take what you thought was yours and what they're going to do with it? They're going to splurge it. How many people have been left inheritances 
and 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 they 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 they, they throw it away. Okay, why is that? Because number one, they didn't give God what was due. They didn't do with God what was going to do. They 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 work or they get businesses or whatever it is. They didn't they didn't put it in His hands to say, okay, I trust you. So I know this is not my last. I learned this as a little girl. My father taught me that. My last is never my last. My mother would say, Dan, you'd give away your last. I'd say, Ellie, don't you understand? My last ain't never my last. Wherever that last came from, more come to. He has that mentality, and so do I. I'll never be, I'll never be poverty-stricken. I'll never be poor. Never. It's impossible. Why? Because of the way the kingdom works. This is what David was talking about. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging for bread. David walked apostolically. Okay. Uh, what time? Huh? Luke chapter 12. Luke 12. Yes. Okay. Um. Freedom. Um, our role is the is that to open the eyes of the blind by revealing to God's people the spiritual freedom they have in Christ, and to help believers come into that freedom. I create freedom within my own structures, my own self. Okay, and as you tell people, you are free to come in, and you're free to leave too. You're free. All right? You're free to give and you're free not to. I just let you know the benefits of both. You're going to benefit up from one or the other. You're going to benefit from God. You're going to benefit from the devil. Do you think that, that um, all right, most of you have never uh, been hooked on drugs. But most of the time, when they start you out on drugs, you know what? It's free. It's free. It's free. You want to hit? No, I don't want you to be hitting on me. No, no. That's <laughs> not what I mean. This is free. It don't make you feel good. It's free. It's free. Then when you start to like it, this costs this. It cost your life. It cost your body. You owe me. See? But when I'm planted in him, see, what happens is we get to a place where whatever it is, it runs out. See, let me tell you something. Want no secret? If our whole economy uh, uh, crashes, I'm not afraid. I'll tell you why. I have seed in him. My trust is with him. I have been totally bankrupt. I have been homeless. I have been without. Scrambling for pennies. And when I did with the pennies, even when I got those, and this was when I first came into Jesus, when I first gave him my life, but I had been a giver. I had been a, a helper of the poor. My kids can tell you, uh, uh, we, 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 anybody that we saw needed help, what do we do? 
we helped them. See, I had that seed. I had seed from my father. I had all of that stuff. You know. Did it feel good to be broken? Uh, 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 all of that kind of stuff? No, but I had given my word to God. Whatever it is you tell me. I went into a place where they didn't want me. I went into a place where they were mean and cruel and all of that kind of stuff. And they said, why are you here? Because God told me to come here. Well, we don't want you. Well, I don't care. He told me to come, and when he tells me to leave, that's when I leave. I guess you're right. So I learned how to love them, even though they didn't want me. And it was not a secret. They told me. <laughs> you know, it's not like I got a secret. Okay? But it didn't matter. Why is that? And I am so grateful. I am grateful for those days. I heard, I heard ministers still got, got, got hurts, got church hurts, got this kind of hurt, this kind of hurt. Ain't nobody helping me. Ain't nobody helping me. I told, already told you I was going to help you. So let me talk about ain't nobody helping you. I'm somebody. I'm helping. I'm going to help you. Okay? Because why? Because you've been saying that same story for so long. Do you understand what I'm saying? And people keep saying this. This is, this, is what, this is what people that don't understand walking in the apostolic, even though people may have a title that says apostle. Okay, I'm almost finished. My time is about, oh my gosh, it's really late here to say. Okay. Um, all right, let me tell you something. Apostolic ministry or an apostolic congregation requires authority and discipline but without control, okay? I ain't trying to control you. I'm gonna tell you what it is, you know? You need to be here at this time. This is what it is. This is what this requires. Giving requirements on something is very different than control. This is required, okay? It, I am required to have a driver's license. But the people that own the driver's license, they in control about how I drive. There's a consequence to if I drive uh, this way or if I drive that way, it's a consequence to everything. It can be a positive consequence or a negative consequence. And we're gonna, get, we're gonna go through all of this because I want you to understand this. And I like this little setting. This is, you know, it, it, it's, 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 uh, you people are, 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 are after this. If you're after this, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to help you with this. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's saying you got to press in to get this. Now, are there any questions? Because it's almost 8 o'clock. Um, I like this because it's, it's clear what the expectations are. And it's getting clear. And I'm beginning to see more how the freedom works. Because the more that, that we learn about what's expected of us in our, in our walk in the kingdom, then the easier it really is to, um, to abide mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to comply. And that's, that's what it is. It's abiding. It's, it's not even complying. It's abiding. You said it right in the first place. It's abiding. Oh, it wasn't I, me. That was Holy Spirit. I just 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. But it's abiding. I'm abiding. If you abide in me and I abide in you, you speak and whatever it is that you need or want is yours. Before you call, I've even answered. See, okay, I'll tell you something that happened today. On Sunday, I wrote a, a, a tithe check or, yeah, a tithe check and um, uh, a check for the other thing. Well, I wrote it out of the wrong account. So you know what happened? I didn't have money in that account. And so what happened is they went ahead, I mean, since I'm uh, such a great customer and they love me so much and I have such favor, they paid it. Well, I had to go to the bank today because one of the things of it was is that <clears throat> they had sent me a card that wasn't right. So I said, okay, I'm just gonna zip out of bank. So I had my, my mask hung on my face some kind of way. Anyway, so I went in the bank and then I met this guy. I had never met him before. I had talked to him about the card. So I went in and he says, I need your driver's license because I don't know you. I've talked to you. And the lady, uh, the, the head of the bank in there, she knows me, but she was busy. So I went out and got the driver's license and came back in. I said, while you're doing that, I said, would you look at my account? And he already pulled it up. And, 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 and I said, he says, oh, you want credit for this, this fee, this $34 fee. I said, yeah, it was possible, whatever. And he said, it's done. It's done. Okay, $34 may not sound like a lot to you. $34 is a lot to me when I'm giving it up for nothing. Yeah. When I just made a mistake. Yeah. Okay, it wasn't that I didn't have money. It was just that, that, that in that particular account, because I don't normally write checks out of that account for that. That account is for... Uh, insurances and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That's all that comes out of there, right? Okay. That's normally what comes out of there. But I had done that. And so here it is, the favor of the Lord. And I told him, I said, that's the favor of God. He said, yes, it is. Okay. And he spoke to me in Spanish and I said, see. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I did, you know, and, 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 and he laughed, you know, but, you know, he, he, he laughed, you know, and that, that yeah, bias congitis or something, whatever I said. Anyway, so he laughed and he said, here's my, here's my number, we're gonna, uh, you know, if you need to contact me and stuff, but you understand something, I, I expect, I expect the goodness of God, I expect the goodness of God, why is that? Because I walk and I live in his kingdom, and I'm correctable. Okay, I end with this. Where there is no boundaries, there is no freedom. Okay, I'm free within myself because I have boundaries within myself. See, I don't try to put boundaries on somebody else. I don't try and say, stay out of my space. Okay, or you have overstepped your bounds. I don't need to do that. I have boundaries within myself to say, okay, I'm taking myself out of this environment or I'm taking myself out of this. Well, if you come any closer, my boundary is to knock you out. Okay. These are my boundaries. But I set boundaries within myself, so I'm free to operate within these things. I set boundaries with my food. I set boundaries with my clothes. I set boundaries with my spending. If I break those boundaries, man, what do I do? I repent and say, God, you know I was going to mess up here. I need you to cover this. I need your help. Okay, you know, I ain't gonna say, oh God, I know I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, yeah, 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 I'm not, I'm not gonna talk about deserving. 
has nothing to do with deserving. It has to do with your, uh, my receiving your love. You love me. This is not my habit. This is not something that I continuously do. Do you understand? This is why it says, if I sin, because when I do these things, it's sin. And if I sin, he's faithful. He's just to forgive me and to cleanse me from all of that. See? But I have boundaries. I have things, and 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 I'm I'm I'm, I'm working at it. So I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm not going to walk in condemnation. And this is what I want you to know: Don't walk in condemnation. If I blow it, you know what I do? I correct it. I went into the bank today. I corrected the error. I didn't just say, "Oh well, it's overdrawn, so it's okay." Can you can you give me my thirty my thirty four dollars back when I'm not going to pay for the check? No. Do you understand? Restitution is important. That was the way it was. And if you if you spent God's first fruit, if you spent God's time, if you spent God this and the in, in the first covenant, and that wasn't even under the law. In the first covenant, whatever, yeah, it was, whatever. Anyway, what I'll have to look this up that, that way. But I do know this. You owe me five more percent. You because you chose not to trust me. And it's all about trust. It ain't about nothing else. It's about trust. Tithe ain't about the, the money he needs. I guarantee you ain't running that up there. You know, I'm running up all these, these I, I can't even get up all these. I used to live in this house that had, um, golly, how many steps did that place have that Karen and them bought after me? My Lord. I think there were 75. 75 steps. I had to walk up 75 steps. I had some strong legs then. <laughs> Carrying the stuff up, okay? It was in Mount Hermon, you know, going all, you, you, in the, going, well, all them steps. You know? Wasn't no place to stop. You just start and you just keep on going. <laughs> 75 steps. You know, I don't know who did that. There was no elevator. You understand? I mean, this is what I had to do. Coming down them steps every morning, going to work, going back up them stairs. So you make sure, and you don't buy a whole lot of groceries at one time. You know, you let everybody help you. You know, anybody say you need some? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you know, whatever. You wish you had a slingshot to slap yourself up there and everything else. You know what I'm saying? But at any rate, what I'm saying is this is that it's all about the freedom. It's all about trust. It's all about trust. It's all about trust. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and depend not on your own understanding, but in all of your actions and all of your ways. Golly, acknowledge I'm here. Acknowledge I got this. And let me direct your steps. Be not wise in your own eyes. And then he goes on and give me this. So what is he talking about? He's talking about the fruits of whatever it is that you have. But we call cheating and we think, well, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then it lasts for a while. People say, oh, I'm still blessed. Oh, I don't do that, but I'm still blessed. I'm still blessed. Well, you're not in the kingdom in the first place, okay? Because you're taking care of yourself. You cannot, get this, get this. You cannot live in the kingdom of God and take care of yourself. 
That is why you pray for others. That is why you always, you always desire to give and give and seed and sow and tithe and first fruit and offerings and all of these things. Why? So that if you can deal with that on the lowest, then you can be trusted with much. Why can you be trusted with much? Because my dependency is upon him, not upon me. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Do we yes. do we have fun tonight? Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. And we'll continue with this next week. So we're going to receive God's tithes and offerings and gifts of love and all that other kind of good stuff. And um, um, well, I should write my check, but I got to make sure I write it out the right checkbook. <laughs> you can bring it forward. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I thank you tonight. Huh? Speaking to you in Spanish, you may have a day on Saturday. Oh, no, no, that's, <laughs> that's how we're speaking to you in Spanish. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I ain't going to tell you about that. I used to date this one guy. He didn't speak no English, and I didn't speak, I didn't speak no Spanish. I don't know how that happened. You remember uh, Arturo? Mm -hmm. Arturo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my young days. You'd just be surprised. That was, that was in the world. You know what I'm saying? That's in the world. That was in the world. That was in the world. Oh, Jesus. Scratch that, everybody. Take that off the thing. <laughs> you make good memories? Want some water? I'm going to have some water. <laughs> some water. <coughs> oh, you didn't want to give from online. Here's our information. It's already up there. It's supposed to be anyway, but they're probably running a little bit behind since Crystal's on the. Come on, office. Crystal. Yes. Yes, really telling it like it is. You can't get into that. So, www.mteminc.org. Okay, but we're having uh, computer glitches. So I just go put it up. The so computer froze, not yeah. crystal. Yes. <laughs> Frederick is putting it up on the. Yeah. Oh, Frederick, Frederick is doing it. Okay, yeah. thank you, Frederick. <coughs> just bless the ties and offerings. <laughs> Father, we thank you this evening, Father God, for this time that you have allowed us to just sit in your presence, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you bless these offerings and ties this evening, Father God. And I pray, Lord, that you just look into the heart of the people and just look into the hearts, dear Lord, and just Bless see a trust, yes. a trust that comes from deep within, Father God. Just to know that the we're just in your in your bosom, Father in heaven. And we trust you with mm -hmm. all things, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for this evening. Pray that you bless each and every one of us as we go home this evening and as we spend the rest of the week. Father, that we just continue to just reflect back on this evening and just to remember what you have instilled in us this evening. In the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, all the honor and praise. Amen. Okay, and you that are online, if you're in this fire thing or if you're in need of prayer or in need of something or whatever it is, we're here to help you. We're here to assist you. And our web address, as Frederick has put it up on the screen, 
please contact us and we'll get back in touch with you. And we're, well, anyway, there's a number of things we're working on. So I want to bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and the Lord give you his shalom. And just receive it. Receive all the goodness. I speak healing and, and manifestations of God's love and goodness into your body, uh, your mind, your, your emotions, your family. I speak wholeness in families. I call back together. Um, I, I speak into marriages, into uh, uh, parent and, and children relationships right now in the name of Jesus. And I call forth for a wholeness. I call forth for a peace. I call forth for trust. I call forth, I just rebuke all fear that would be working in your life. You will not have a virus. You will not die. You will not die prematurely. I speak that in the name of Jesus. And if you need agreement for any of these things, please call us. We desire to pray with you and for you. Uh, we desire to intercede. You, you, if you don't want to call, uh, send an email or whatever it is. And we will. We got people that pray. We got different prayer groups. We'll throw you it. We'll not throw you in there, but we'll put you in one of those so that you are prayed for. So um, um, we care about you. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, Pastor Lanzine, uh, we'll see you tomorrow night, and I'll see you back here on next Tuesday or join us on Sundays. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Amen. Bye bye.